Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Estella Coughlin, and you are listening to the Nest Podcast. To give a backstory, I was born in China and grew up in North Dakota. I have a huge love for podcasting, and I decided to take my three favorite things mental health, self improvement, and adoption and create what you are now listening to. Let's get into it. Hello, welcome back to the Nest Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we have a really great episode planned for today, and this is one that I'm really excited about because this is something that pertains to a lot of people and just good things to know about productivity. So, yes, this episode is all about productivity and how to be the most productive you can in a day and to maximize your potential in a day and just to get the most out of your day by being productive. So, we're going to be looking at the Pomodoro technique. We're going to be looking at the Pareto principle. We're going to be looking at time boxing. And I'm also going to set you up with one of the coolest productivity tricks. When I learned this, I was blown away. So stay tuned. I'm serious. I'm so excited to share this with you guys. So stick around and stay tuned for that because honestly, it's a game changer for people that like to be productive and to really get the most out of their day in terms of completing their tasks and feeling accomplished. So stick around for that. But right now, let's catch up. Let's talk about what we've been up to lately. But technically, it's only what I've been up to because, you know, you can't really talk back, but pretend this is kind of like a conversation. Anyway, maybe it's just a one-sided conversation. But anyway, so what's been happening lately with me is just work, college stuff, school, more work, stuff like that. Staying organized, trying to be as productive as possible, um, some studying, you know, nothing too much, trying to hang out with friends as much as I can. But otherwise, it hasn't been too exciting in my life, but we got to kind of do the boring stuff. But life is not all glamorous, so I've just kind of been laying low getting some work done, stuff like that, trying to make money for college, for life in general. Um, And yeah, and just kind of working on the podcast. So that was pretty much all kind of the catching up we needed to do because, you know, there hasn't really been much lately and not very much excitement. So with that, let's just get right into the topic of productivity because, like, I am so excited for this episode. So, to start off, I'm gonna put you on this secret and this hack. So, before I get farther into it, I wanna say that I researched this and I have tested it out and it works like a charm. So, here's one of the best productivity hacks and boosts that you can use in your day and in your life to help you be the most productive. So let's say, you know, you're tired. It's the middle of the day. You still have a lot of things to get done, but you're tired. You don't want to take a nap. Coffee's not working for you. So here's the thing. When you get tired, you get a buildup of a chemical and it's called adenosine. And so when you're tired, that's what happens. You have that buildup of that chemical. So what you're going to want to do to block it is you're going to want to get some drip 
black coffee. So why you want it drip black is because that gets the most caffeine out of the coffee. And why you just want a black coffee is so you're not getting any of the extra sugar or anything like that. So you're going to want to quickly drink that black coffee and then you're going to quickly close your eyes and take a 25 minute nap. You wake up, boom, good to go, guaranteed four hours. So why does this work? This works because adenosin and caffeine, they're only off by one molecular structure. So when you get that adenosine with that caffeine, it's like lock and key. So with that being said, when you sleep with the caffeine in your system, you're sleeping away that adenosine. And then right after the adenosine, the sleepy chemical, you're going to be hit with that caffeine. And after your 20-minute nap, after you burn off that adenosine, you're going to come in hot with the caffeine. Four hours guaranteed. You're going to be so productive. You're going to be ready to roll. So I have tested that. And I will say I got so much done. I was feeling so good. I got so much done. But I will say that I was very tired and I tried the 25 minute and I did go for another 25 minutes. And then after that, I'm pretty sure I went for a few more minutes after. So I did nap for an hour, but it's supposed to be just like even after 25 minutes, you're supposed to be good to go. But I was very good after an hour. So I guess you can do either, but it was kind of for like a 25 minute if you just really don't have a lot of time and you want to be as productive as possible. So yeah, and this is something that people like the Fortune 500, they use this trick and this technique to be as productive as they can. So it's not just me using it. It's not just something that I read online and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, what an interesting tip. No, it's something that really works that people use and this does help them be as productive as they can be. So if you're tired, you got a lot of things to do, or you just want to be more awake and alert and you just want to have more energy. You know, if you're tired in the middle of the day, caffeine, 25 minutes, boom, good to go, guaranteed four hours. So it's very interesting how the adenosine and the caffeine kind of go hand in hand and you sleep it off, boom, caffeine's right there to pick up the slack, you're good to go. So that is an awesome hack you can use. It's an awesome hack that is just great for productivity. So if you guys use it, let me know through Instagram, comment, anything like that, because I would be very interested to know how it's been working for other people. So now that you guys know that secret, the golden ticket to being extra productive, now, what's something that you can do like pretty much, you can do this every day to make sure you maximize your time efficiently and to make sure you're getting everything you need to get done, done. Well, here's a way you can maximize your time and make sure you're getting everything you need to do done. And this method and this way of scheduling is called time boxing. So there's a ton of information out online, just all sorts of stuff about how great and how efficient time boxing is. And so, you know, a lot of successful people do it. I know one in particular 
um, Mark Cuban. This is just a great resource to use and to have and to know about. So pretty much what time boxing is, is almost like boxing up your time. So if you even look on Pinterest, you even go online and you look up time boxing templates. So, you know, there are many different ones, but a basic one is just where your day is blocked out in by hours. So it goes like 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, so on and so forth. Or you can get uh, schedules that are 30-minute increments. You know, it can be tailored to you. So anyway, with time boxing, with like a very basic template, it'll just be like the times in whatever time increment you want. And then on the side is like three to-dos that you must do for the day or three goals and then a section where it's just like write down your thoughts and kind of what you want to accomplish for the day. So that's just like tasks that aren't like urgent but like still tasks you need to get done soon and then another box you know just for your goal stuff that you have to get done that day. So it kind of helps you set up your goals, organize your thoughts and so from there then you're gonna want to put your urgent stuff in your time box scheduling through your whatever increment of time you have on your template and you're gonna want to put you know obviously the most important things down and then you're gonna want to work around that and find what schedule works for you and so if my explaining didn't fully make sense because if you're a visual learner go go ahead and pull up and just look up time boxing and what it is and look at time boxing templates and stuff like that because there's some great information out online. So pretty much the time boxing, you put it in your times, but this makes sure that you get what you need to get done. But obviously, like it's just a template, you have to execute it. You have to have the discipline. But honestly, this is for everything that I'm talking about or just like anything in life. You have to have discipline and you have to be disciplined and you actually have to execute. You can't be talking no play. You gotta talk the talk and walk the walk. So yeah, it's not like if you do this time boxing, you'll get everything done miraculously. No, you gotta do it. So yeah. So anyway, back to the time boxing. So you plan out your day and it even shows you it's like, okay, I for sure know I will have enough time in my day to get this done. I know when I'm taking my breaks in the day. I know when I'm eating my meals. I know when I'm resting and I know when I'm getting the things that I need to get done. So it really visualizes that for you and it focuses on what do you need to get done for the day and how will you execute that? So that's something that I really love because you can really see exactly the efforts that you put towards in the day and it shows what times you will dedicate to the goals and the tasks that you want to succeed in for that day. And so you can start time boxing your next day, the day before. So like if it's Monday, Monday night, you can go ahead and time box your day for Tuesday. That's great. Or you can time box your day at the beginning of Tuesday, right? When you wake up, you go and you time box that. So that's really just a great thing to have in the back of your mind. And that's a great tool to use to make the most of your time and to be the most productive and efficient with your time and your energy. So with that, the next technique 
into productivity that I want to get into is called the Pomodoro Technique. I believe I am saying that right, but I might not be. But I believe it's the Pomodoro Technique. P-O-M-O-D-O-R-O. Yeah, there's like four O's. Okay, I don't know why that like tripped me up. But anyway, so what this technique is, this is a time management system and a time management technique. Because for some people, it is hard to manage your time and it's hard to know when you have time to do your tasks and just to really just manage your time. So this is a great time management technique and system to implement in your day-to-day life. And this is a great way just to be productive and to get things done and to feel accomplished because honestly, there's no better feeling than just being productive in your day. This is what I always say to myself and to other people. You know, when you lay your head down on your pillow at night, will you be satisfied with how you lived your day? That's something to think about. Will you be satisfied how you lived that day? Were you kind to others? Were you helpful? Did you put in 100% effort at whatever you did on that day? So really think about that. And this is a technique to help you be productive and to accomplish things in your day that will help you sleep easier at night if you will. But that's just something that I always strive for is just to put my best foot forward to conquer the day, if you will. So with that, let's get back into the Pomodoro technique. So this time management system, it encourages people to work with the time they have rather than against it. So this helps you get the most out of your time. And I have tried this technique and it is quite interesting and quite cool. So pretty much There are intervals in this technique, and these intervals are called Pomodoros. So that's kind of how it got this name, because this technique is pretty much just like these intervals. So it's a simple method to balance your focus with intentional breaks. So it's not just like you're working yourself to exhaustion. I mean, that might be over-exaggerating it, but it's just like you work hard and you reward yourself with breaks. And they're not like, you know, extravagant breaks. They're just breaks to rest and then refocus. So anyway, first You want to plan your tasks. You want to know what you want to get done. And something for me, just if I want to know what I need to get done, my schedule. For me, to help my productivity, I use a planner. I love planners. I have been using planners since like middle school. I mean, that might not be like that long, but I have been using planners so helpful. They have saved me so many school assignments. They have saved me so many not missed appointments, meetings, stuff like that. I hope I said that correctly, but it just allows me to know what I need to do, how I need to do it, when I need to do it, without having me to jam all this information in my head and expect to memorize it. So I love a good planner. I love a good calendar. Anyway, using a planner has definitely helped me with my productivity because it keeps me organized. It's one less thing for me to think about 
one less thing for me to remember so I can use that brain capacity for something else. So I recommend getting a planner because they're really great. And my planner, it's scheduled, you know, into the days. Got a box for each of the days where I just write down my to-dos. I say kind of what I want to accomplish. And then on the other side, it's like a kind of like a book planner. And on the other side, it's just like, you know, to-dos, a spot for lists, a spot for just notes. So I can kind of write down my thoughts and ideas for kind of the week, for the day, just kind of depends. And then I have my sections for each of my days in which I can really plan out and brainstorm and and see how I can accomplish and conquer the day if you will but I love a good planner and I just love planners in general and so if you're not using a planner I really highly recommend it because they're amazing they're so great like I would go through phases with like a planner and not a planner but I don't really get how people cannot have a planner especially if you have a busy life and you don't have a planner or you don't even have like a time management system or if you don't use like an online calendar. I just don't know how people do it. So if you do it, if you just know the stuff you have to do, good for you because that is something that not a lot of people can do. I am speaking from experience because I cannot do that. So do not take that for granted because I have to be writing down everything that I need to know and waste in ink. Anyway, I got off on a tangent a little bit about planners but I'm serious get a planner if you don't have it saves you so much time helps you be productive stuff like that so back to the pomodoro technique why we got off on a tangent is because I was saying write down your tasks and your goals you want to achieve within the pomodoro technique so that's where I said you can write it down in your planner you can look at your planner and say okay this is what I want to do for today now transfer that to the Pomodoro technique. How will I accomplish that? So with the Pomodoro technique, first plan your tasks. See how many Pomodoros do I need to accomplish this task? And so like I said, a Pomodoro is 25 minutes. So one Pomodoro equals 25 minutes with a five minute break. So then you're going to want to, you know, count out how many Pomodoros you need. So after four Pomodoros, which is 25 minutes and a five minute break. So after four of those, you take a longer break, which would be about like 15 minutes. And so after that, then you get right back into the other four sets of four Pomodoros. So how it would look like is I'll give an example. Let's say you're going to study for a math test, right? So first, you're going to write down your tasks. Study for math test. If you just want one task, that's your task. Study for a math test. So in order to do this, you got to set a 25-minute timer. You know, you can just set a 25-minute timer. That's all good. But on the App Store, I do know that you can get an app. And I downloaded it. And I'm pretty sure it's just called Pomodoro. I'm going to look quickly because I used that app when I tried out this technique. And it was it was really good. Yeah, it's literally called Pomodoro. And it's like a black icon with like a blue hourglass. So anyway, that's the app I use. Kind of takes you through the Pomodoro technique. So if you want to get the app, go for it. Otherwise, just set a 25-minute timer. If you just have one of those, I think they're called like analog timers, kitchen timers without technology, that's great so you don't have any distractions. But anyway, the premise is set a 25-minute timer, study, maybe in that 25 minutes, you're going to be looking over your notes and really familiarizing and soaking in information. And then timer beeps, five minute break. Now do not put in any work 
during that five minutes. Maybe try not to go on your phone. Just maybe do some breathing exercises or go outside for a walk or something like that. Just really try to not throw yourself too off in your management system, but take a break. Read a book. I I don't know what you want to do in your break. Just take a break, then get right back into it. 25 minutes again. Set that timer and maybe this time what you're gonna do is you're gonna take a whiteboard and you're gonna do some practice problems, right? Now you're gonna do some practice problems, 25 minutes, do your five minute break, another 25 minutes, back at it again. And this time you're gonna use flashcards to study. 25 minutes, five minute break then. Do your five minute break. Next, you're getting into your last Pomodoro. Now this one, you have a practice test on paper. You take that practice test in the 25 minutes, you look over your score, then you got a 15 minute break. And by that point, let's say you're done studying. Boom. You use the Pomodoro technique to study. So that way you can know, okay, if you add up 25 times four, that will give you the exact amount of time that you worked because you know you worked for those times and you put in 100% effort in those 25 minutes with the five minute break. So that equals out to 100 minutes. So with 100 minutes, that's like an hour and 40 minutes, I believe. I'm not a math wizard, so I might need to use this Pomodoro technique to help me with my math. Anyway, so yeah, an hour 40 minutes, hardcore studying, that's really good. And you took, what, 15 minute break plus 15, you took half hour break, so it only took you like oh man, I can't do this math. Like at the very least, it took you less than two and a half hours and you studied for this whole test where sometimes when you try to procrastinate, go on your phone, I heard it takes about 21 minutes to redirect your focus after focusing and then like going on your phone and trying to focus back up again. Takes like 21 minutes to refocus and to really soak it in. So this technique helps you no distractions, put in the work, you're out like two and a half hours less time, and you get the knowledge, you really work hard at whatever your task is, and you just maximize your time. And then maybe that's all the studying you need for that math test. And instead of, you know, distraction after distraction, after trying to study, after trying to study, for what? It it turns into like five hours, and you barely get any knowledge out of that five hours. Whereas you're doing less than two and a half hours, and you're really getting way more than you would get in that five hours. So do you kind of see where, how this technique can really help somebody and benefit somebody? Because you're saving However much time less that is, five hours, two and a half, that's two and a half, you save two and a half hours. You could use the other two and a half hours to accomplish another goal, your science test, I whatever it is. But do you see how much more efficient that is and how much more time you can maximize? So that's kind of the goal and the premise of the Pomodoro technique. So next, my kind of last thing that I'm going to talk about regarding productivity tips and tricks and stuff like that. This is the Pareto Principle. And so I think I learned this in school. Do I know what subject I learned this in? No. Do I remember learning this? Yes. Can I recall what it is without looking it up? No. But I do remember 
talking about this very vaguely. So anyway, the Pareto Principle. I believe I'm saying that right. All this stuff, I don't even know if I'm saying it right, so whatever. It is what it is. So this principle, all about productivity. So some people may know this as the 80-20 rule. And so this rule is in hopes of prioritizing the tasks that you need to get done during the day. The whole premise of this is that out of your entire task list, like for me, I love making lists in my day and I love crossing it off. There's something so satisfying about having a list for the day and crossing the things you did for that day off. It is so satisfying. You know, just taking a pen, striking it off. So anyway, is out of your entire task list, completing 20% of those tasks will result in 80% of the impact you can create for that day. So that's pretty much the 80-20 rule or the Pareto principle. It's just like your 20% effort equals to an 80% impact. So 80% of the results come from 20% of the actions. So it's work smarter, not harder. It's not 80% of the actions equals 20% of the results. That would be just exhausting. So this is saying you do less actions, but get more results. Maximize your time, maximize and be efficient in your intentions and in your work. So with that, it's you can create an impact for your day with just doing 20% of tasks. And so in order to get the most done and getting the most impact out of your day using this principle, you're gonna first wanna identify which tasks have the most impact for you and for your day. So you're gonna, again, like with the Pomodoro technique, like just with setting goals, it's like, okay, what do I want to accomplish today? And it's like, okay, how do I accomplish this? So first, write out your goals. So there's a theme. You're going to want to know what you need to do in the day and you're going to want to have goals for your day. So anyway, that's just a common theme. So yeah, I recommend that to everybody at the beginning of your day. Write down three things you want to do. They can be as simple as going outside and getting some fresh air and some sun. Or it could be going for a 25-minute walk. It could be hanging out with a friend or giving a friend a call. It could be reading a book for a half hour. You know, set goals for yourself because like I said, at the end of the day, when you lay your head on your pillow and you go to bed at night, at least you did three things that you crossed off that you're proud of. Even if you did nothing else with your day, as long as you had the discipline and you did those three things, it doesn't matter, you did something. And something is better than nothing. You know, it could be as simple as waking up and making breakfast. So I highly recommend that. It helps your self-esteem and it helps you set goals and accomplish goals and feel accomplished because it feels so great to feel accomplished and to feel the internal reward of having discipline and doing something you're proud of. 
Now, back again with the Pareto Principle. Sorry, I keep going like off in different directions, but I feel like I'm keeping it pretty bang, 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 kind of in a row. I don't know if that made sense, but I'm going to go with it. So it's like, you know, work smarter, not harder, get the most out of your time and be as efficient as possible. That, if you were to sum that up, that's pretty much the Pareto Principle. Just 20% of your actions will equal an 80% impact. So that's powerful to know. You just work hard for a little bit. That hard work will last and will carry on. It'll carry on and that's what is important. Now, those are kind of the three, four main things that I wanted to talk about because I think they're a very great introduction to being productive throughout your day. And so those were kind of the main things I wanted to say because it kind of gives a generalized how to be productive and even how to get started because that's something just in life that people don't do maybe something they want to do. One of the hardest parts for someone to do is to get started. Now, like I said, discipline. Discipline equals freedom. I know it's cheesy. I know it's annoying, but you have to be disciplined to be free. So take with that and do with that as you will, but that's the truth. Starting something is the hard part, and it takes discipline. It takes a lot of discipline to start something, but once you start, you're good to go. Just the hard part is starting, and trust me, starting is very hard, but once you start, there's no stopping you. You got it. You, you've made it through the hard part. It's only up from starting, so just start. Start today. Whatever you are going to do, Today that you wanted to blow off, do it. Start it right now. Just do it. Please start. Just begin. You never know what the end result is if you don't start. So I want to also point out that with anything, excess and deficit, you can be too productive or you can be not productive enough, which is deficit. So with what I wanted to point out is there definitely is a thing as being hyperproductive or having a very unhealthy relationship with productivity and with being productive because some people really do strive to be productive and they are overly productive where they're hurting themselves which is not as productive but like they're doing a ton of things in the day but it's having an opposite impact if that makes sense like they're getting tasks done at the expense of themselves. So there definitely is excess and deficit. So if you're excess, if you're being overproductive and you're hurting yourself because of it, you're exhausted because you're pushing yourself to be overly productive, take a break. And breaks are just as productive. Breaks do not mean you are lazy. Breaks are productive. That's something that I would like to know years prior is that is that like you can take a break and taking breaks is productive because just like with humans, humans have to sleep to wake up the next day. Humans need rest. Humans need to sleep. So it's the same thing. In order to be productive and to do a task with the best of their ability, they need to rest. So resting is being productive because let's say this, let's say you don't get 
enough sleep or you pull an all-nighter right which you probably shouldn't be pulling an all-nighter because it's very bad for you you probably feel terrible after you're probably not feeling all sunshine and rainbows i mean i have pulled an all-nighter um it was really fun Oh, because I was doing it with some of my friends. But I will say the aftermath was not very good. But hypothetically, let's say you pull an all-nighter. Are you expecting to be so productive the next day and wake up, you know, sunshine and rainbows? No, that's unrealistic. You're not going to feel like all rested and all productive. That's the same thing. But just think in the daytime. Let's say you got a good night's rest, but you're working yourself too hard and you're not giving yourself enough breaks. Well, you're going to have a burnout, and burnouts are real, and you're going to be exhausted because you don't allow yourself breaks, and you're so hard on yourself. So please be gentle and be nice to yourself, and please take breaks because breaks are really good. And I know guilt is something that is a huge part of productivity because you feel guilty if you take a break you feel guilty if you work too much you feel guilty no matter what i'm gonna probably make another episode in the future about guilt and about just more stuff like this because hopefully you can tell that i'm passionate about this and productivity has a whole different realm of all the stuff i can talk about but just for now to keep it basic and to keep it organized we're just talking about some things to be productive but just a warning and just a thing at the end just do not go excess and do not go deficit please find a happy medium and please balance yourself accordingly to your productivity don't overwork yourself and don't underwork yourself find that happy medium and stick right there so with that being said we are going to be getting into some questions so i asked some questions or i asked for you guys to send in questions about productivity and so as always these questions they're anonymous and so please feel free to ask questions nobody will know who it's from and I'll be more than willing to do my best to answer and to give my experience and my tips. So please go ask questions, stuff like that, and you'll be on whatever episode is coming up, whatever episode the topic is about. So first, how do you define productivity? So that's interesting because I do like to define terms because it sets a basis for everyone. It's like, okay, how do you define it? Make sure everyone is on the same page so that's interesting so before i say kind of how i define it i want to share kind of what the internet defines productivity as so the internet says like just google productivity is the efficiency of production of goods or services expressed by some measure and so how i would define productivity is just how efficient one is with their time and their energy as simple as that how efficient are you with the time and the energy you have and what outcome can you make of that time and energy so that would be kind of how i define productivity next question what are some ways you balance your productivity so some ways i balance my productivity is by using these techniques by 
knowing myself and knowing when I have the most energy and when I know when I am the most productive. Like for me, I am most productive at night. Well, because I also wake up later in the day. Depends on where I have to be. But if I could just sleep, oh yeah, I sleep till noon easily. But sometimes you don't feel as like energized and productive. So that's when I like to be and I am most productive at night. And I think another reason is, yes, because I'm not really awake in the morning, but because I'm a night owl. I love my nights because, yeah, I just love my nights because when it's during the day, I don't know about you, but for me, it's like, especially in the summer, because where I live, it's like seasons, a lot of snow, a lot of gross weather, but especially in the summer, when it's a nice summer day, it's hot outside, and you gotta get work done, I feel less productive, because also I feel guilty. Why I feel guilty is because I have stuff to do, but I might not feel so motivated to do it, and I know it's a nice day, I know where I live, we don't get a lot of summer hot days, so I should probably go outside, make the most of my day, enjoy the nice weather. But it's like, I have to be productive and I have to get this stuff done, so I feel guilty. So that's when at night, you can be guilt-free. It's not daytime. You don't have to feel guilty about enjoying fresh air, enjoying the sunshine. You can really just put the pedal to the metal not think about guilt. You can just get her done. So that's kind of my standpoint. But just know what times you are most productive and know your schedule and know yourself. Because that is a great way to balance your productivity. Because I know I am very productive at night. And that's just me. Maybe you're an early riser and you love your mornings, you're productive in your mornings, well, you're going to want to try to get the important stuff done in the morning. You're going to want to do it in the sweet spot. You're not going to want to try to get all your stuff done and cram it in at night if you're not productive because you won't get anything done and, you know. You want to know yourself and use the knowledge of yourself and your productivity habits and know when you are most productive and use that to your advantage and that will help you balance out your productivity. Next, what are some productivity enhancing tips that work for you? Well, for me, using a planner, I love using a planner, using the techniques, the principles, the tips that I shared with you guys, and just, you know, again, knowing yourself, knowing when you're most productive and knowing when you're not. Another tip, be in an environment that stimulates you. Be in an environment that challenges you, that makes you creative. Be in an environment that you're comfortable in. For me, it's my bedroom. I got a desk. I bought I bought just a simple desk. I set it up the way I like it and stuff like that. I'm kind of techie and a nerd or whatever. And I love to just be productive. So I got like a desk, a chair. I kind of made my own little office, my own little space. I've got everything. Got a cool mouse, cool keyboard. I got a monitor. I got all the stuff because I'm kind of techie. So I know myself and I know that I'm excited to be working in a space that I enjoy and that I think is cool. So for me, being at a desk and a chair in a space that's comfortable with stuff that you enjoy and stuff that's cool, that will definitely help enhance your productivity. And I think being at a desk 
is super helpful because before I would just do all my work, my homework when I was in school in my bed. Then I just get tired. Then I just want to go to bed. I'm not as productive. It takes me three times as long as it does to do my homework. I'm in a weird position. My neck is like crammed. You know, it's not a good situation. But that's what I did for many years of my life. But just a simple chair and a desk. You can even be at like a kitchen table and do your work. That'll help you tremendously. But another thing, productivity. I love doing my work and doing things that I have to get done. I love doing it in a public environment. For example, coffee shops. I love going to local coffee shops. I treat myself to a coffee. I treat myself to a special drink. And then I put the pedal to the metal. I really am productive. I get a lot of things done. And because you're in a social space, you're in public, why it helps for me is sometimes when I'm just in my room, even though I've got a great environment, I just want to go lay in my bed, turn on some Netflix, and do that the rest of my day and just not work and be productive. But when you're in a social environment and in public, you don't have your bed a few steps away from you. You're not just going to be in public just like sitting on your phone. I mean, you could, but for me, it's like, okay, I come with a mission and I'm here to conquer the mission in public, no distractions. You know, it's not your house where you're super comfortable. So it's like, you know, you don't want to overstay your time at this public place. You know, they close soon. You want to get what you have done. You're on a mission. So that really helps me. You can also, if you don't want to like buy a coffee or anything like that, you can go to your library. If you don't have a library card, a tip for you. College. The college, wherever you live, they have a library. If you don't need a key card to get in, you can go study at this college library. You don't have to pay anything unless, I don't know, unless you do. But that's a great way if you just want to have a quiet space to do your work, stuff like that. And you know it's a college library. You know, they're going to want to make it comfortable for students. So chances are it's a safe space, comfortable space. If you don't need a key card to get in or anything like that, or if you don't have to be a student, great way to just go to a public place for free and get your work done. I definitely do that. So it's great. Next, what do you use to track your productivity? Planners, lists, calendars, etc. So yeah, I guess I don't really track my productivity. I mean, I don't look at, like, the trends in my productivity cycles or whatnot. I just kind of know myself and can recognize when I feel most productive, when I don't. But, yes, I do use planners. I did talk about that. And lists. I love lists. Calendars. My calendar is pretty much my planner. So I do use a lot of kind of those tools, I would say. I definitely utilize them. They definitely help me be productive. Last question, how do you know when to give yourself a break? This is a good question. It is really hard to know because if you want to take a break, you can say anything that you can kind of trick your mind into saying, oh, I need a break, you know, but if you are overproductive, let's say you got the excess in the productivity, you might not know when it is time to take a break and you might just keep pushing yourself, pushing yourself, pushing yourself where you're over the edge and you hit a wall and that is burnout. You don't want to be burnt out because that's no fun. So to know when to give yourself a break is to know 
when you haven't had a break in a while, when you're getting tired, when you're not feeling inspired. For me, it's something like if I'm hitting burnout or I need a break, it's like, am I inspired? And for sure, I mean, I bet you felt it like where you're not as inspired, where you're not as just with it. I mean, you just don't feel that inspired. You know, that might be you need to just take a break. You need to just relax a little bit, unwind, know yourself, honestly. So, yeah, when you feel burnout coming, and if you don't know what burnout is, good for you. I mean, burnout is, yeah, good for you if you don't know what burnout is. But another way to know if you need a break is, yeah, if it's hard for you to sleep, if you're always exhausted, if you're moody, if your eating habits are different, if your social battery is different. There's so many things to tell when you need a break. But for me personally, when I know I need a break, that's when I lack in creativity and I have a lack of inspiration and curiosity and ambition. Like for me, I'm a very ambitious, creative person. So when I feel a lack of all that and when I just don't feel very inspired, that's when I know, okay, you need to reignite your inspiration, your ambition. You probably need a break. Let's just take it easy. It'll come back, but you just have to be patient. And it sucks being burnt out. It sucks having to take a break when you don't want to. Because sometimes it's very unfortunate timing for you to take a break. It's like, it just kind of comes and goes. Your body will tell you what you need. So listen to your body and listen to what it's telling you and just know your habits. So with that being said, that is all that I have today. I thought this was a really great episode. I gave really great tips and knowledge. So please don't just have me be talking. Make this a conversation and please go try out some of this stuff that I gave because honestly, it's really good stuff. Like I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but it's just great stuff. So please try something, even if that is making three goals for your day, you know, but I thought this was a really great episode. I hope you did too, you know, like I never want my words to just be words. I want them to be words that are alive. Go do it. Be inspired by them. Go and try some of this stuff out because really I'm just passionate about productivity, whatnot. So anyway, if you aren't, please go follow the nest podcast with estella on instagram go over there be active with the questions go and check out the latest stuff got the updates and please follow the nest podcast on spotify turn the notifications on please rate it five stars apple Podcasts. please go rate that five stars and write a review because that helps a ton with that being said until next time